Indestructible Gaming. Select your character. Musket Shot. Mr. K. Let the battle begin. Hello and welcome to Indestructible Gaming and more. I'm Muska Shot. Alongside me is my co-host, Mr. K. Mr. K, hello. Welcome to another episode of Indestructible Gaming with Muska Shot and me, Mr. K. Nice. Good intro. <laughs> uh, today we got two games I'm going to be talking about. One is called Slay the Spire and the other one is called Century Age of Ashes. And we're going to start first with Slay the Spire, a game developed by Megacrit, M-E-G-A space C-R-I-T. Uh, it's their only game right now. It's uh, They're based in Seattle, Washington. I, I think on their Twitter page, they said that they're working on another game, so that's good. And it's published by Humble Games. Uh, and the only couple of games that I know of that, that are familiar to me that they publish is... Uh, one called Forager, which the character kind of looks like the character Nobody from Nobody uh, Saves the World. Yeah, I played that game before. Uh, it's actually out on Game Pass right now if people are listening and want to try it. So, yeah, really fun game. Yeah, and the other game I've heard of and I've seen played at PAX East and other places and uh, is called uh, Unpacking. Ah, that's also on Game Pass. Yeah. So, um, so if a you're, trend. Yeah. So, if you're interested in this, those games you can check them out but slay the spire is also on game pass right go figure yeah i think it was a um a free game for a while uh, was it I, don't, I didn't know about that yeah i thought it was a free game for a while on xbox and then now it's now a uh may have been now it's a game pass game uh but this is a game that was released in 2017 it's rated e for everyone it's a single player game and this game is um, I know you played it a long time ago, so I've been playing it for a little while now and um, kind of been hooked on it. But it's a deck building card game and roguelike, like, yeah. So, you're you the whole point of the game is basically you're you're trying to climb this spire through uh three different acts, four acts, if you collect all the keys and you encounter all kinds of enemies, bosses, and events along the way, and uh, it's it's pretty much like because it's everything's procedurally generated each time, right? Yeah, yeah, and pretty much anything you, you go against is random, and the cards you'll get are random, as well as the uh, the enemies' cards that they use or their attacks. Right, um, right, and you progress through the map to progress through each level of the tower by selecting which which route you want to go down. Yeah, and sometimes there's, what, three different routes you can choose to go? Yeah, and each route can sometimes have different rewards waiting for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sometimes there's, I mean, there's there's different symbols on the route, so you kind of, um, you can kind of look at the route ahead of time and sort of, you know, try to figure out which is going to be the best route for you, maybe the least, the least challenging, but I don't think it really makes a difference. I think I think it just um, it may 
a route may look sort of easy sometimes, but not really be because they throw in some things here and there uh, on on those uh, different routes. But the routes have like different symbols on them. And um, uh, uh, well, let's first say that there's four different characters that you can play as. Right. There's uh, Iron Ironclad is one of the characters. Silent is another character. Defect is another character, and Watcher is the other other character. So there's four different characters. You have to on. Um, I think you you start off with Ironclad, right? Correct. And yeah, then you yeah, Unlock the others yeah. as you go along as you. Yeah, play. I just uh, I think I think the second character you unlock just by I think just playing the game. Right. Yes. And I think dying once or something like that. I can't remember. It was some easy way to get him. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like something crazy, like oh, beat the game without dying or anything. Right. Yeah, I think I think as of right now, I have Ironclad, Silent, and Defect. I don't have Watcher at the moment. I haven't. Um, I yeah, think Watcher is like the last one you unlock. Yeah, I think you have to really kind of beat a couple, or at least a couple of the spires to get Watcher. Yeah, to unlock if the, Watcher. If the Watcher sounds familiar, she uh, she's gonna be a character you can play as in the upcoming game Frame Makers. We talked about it before in one of our previous episodes. Oh, really? Okay, that's cool. The, yeah, the, the game, you, you can, like I said, you can go down the different routes. There's different um, categories or different things, symbols that you can look at uh, that kind of tell you what might be along the, the locate, the, the route you're on. So there's like a, sometimes there's a, a merchant, which you can, you can, it looks like a bag of money. You can stop and you can buy cards from the merchant. You can... Um, you can you can also buy potions and things like that. So um, there, you're basically each each time you t- you go, you you're you're given a bunch of cards in your in your hand, basically in your deck. And I think it what it um, feeds out what six or seven cards. I think each time. Yeah, and uh, even in combat, you can combine them cards. With certain other cards and uh, do some really powerful attacks against enemies. Yeah, the cards are the cards have values on them, so they could be value of zero, one, two, three, and that really depends. Those values will be a turn basically. So if you have a card that has a zero on it, that's like a freebie. You can just use that one. If you have a card that has a one, it's going to use up one of your one of your one of your turns basically. Uh, if you have something that's a two on it and you and you only get three turns usually uh for per attack so you so if you get a if you start off with a two now you've only got a one you can't use another card that's got a two on it or a three you'd have to go and use one that's got a one or a zero so you kind of have to sort of plan your strategy a little bit at each time when you get the cards which makes the game a lot more interesting in terms of combat mechanics and what cards you want to use with what other cards, what right. cards would go well with others. Yeah. So some of the cards you get like are like, you'll get cards that say block or defend, which those are good because if you use those, what happens is you'll and the, and the cards have like certain hit point values on them. So if it, it might say block eight or something like that, and so what it does is if you use that card, you'll get like a little shield underneath your on, on underneath your character, basically. And it'll say, okay, you've got eight on this shield that'll block 
you know, the enemy's attack. So when they, if the enemy attacks you and hits you with like, you know, for six hit points, then there's still two left on that shield before it actually starts hurting you, which is cool. So sometimes you have to play it out with using those, uh, those uh, defense type cards. And then there's of course, like slay, um, slashing and attacking type cards and different types of, um, like you said, combo type attacks. Yeah. And you can use potions and things like that that you get along the way as well. Some like will heal you, some will help you in the attacks. Um, how did it have, like when you played, was there a certain strategy that you had when you played? Not really. I just kind of went, I think I kind of went more for health than attack. Um, mm-hmm. I really depended on what creature you go up against because each creature seemed to have like their own unique kind of play in the battle. Right. They yeah. each seemed to have like their own unique ability to use. Yeah. Like yeah. I remember I was fighting one creature that was able to make multiple of themselves. Oh, so right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was a little difficult to mm-hmm. fight against. So I, you mostly aim for health because I knew I was going to need it. Right. Yeah. That's, I think that's how I kind of use use the cards as that it, ha- it, sa- it seemed to fluctuate depending on what creature i was up against yeah i mean and the cards are random so you never know like each exactly. time each time you get a hand your your cards are dealt to you you might have three block cards which you could use all three of your turns and use block or you might get zero block cards and it's all like attack cards which is fine and the, and the creatures will it shows what how many hit points they have so you kind of know each time you're hitting them how many hit points they have left so you can kind of that kind of helps with your strategy a little bit but if you don't if you don't use both the like block and defend type cards often you you're gonna get hurt a lot and you may end up dying way before you should be dying on this on the spire so um it just i think it really just depends on what you end up using for cards and stuff like that Mm, speaking of uh cards this game is 2d like cards <laughs> right yes this game is not 3d um it's definitely 2d mm-hmm. and it's usually kept on one singular screen with a different background changing out with ca- the, the, of course the enemy's changing as well right and the soundtrack for it i i remember being pretty good i liked it a lot yeah yeah i, I like the music a lot i don't know why but the, it I don't know. It fits with the with the game. I, For their I first get, game, they did pretty well. Yeah, I get the music stuck in my head a lot. So when you're doing the when you're going through the spire, like I said, there's a merchant that you can come across occasionally, and the merchant, like I said, you could buy cards that you want. There's a whole bunch of different cards, and you get gold like every time you defeat an enemy. So you'll get gold and stuff like that. So you can buy the cards, or you can buy potions. But you can also sometimes, um, like, well, not not well, not with a merchant. But at, there's another thing we I'll tell you about in a second. But the merchant, you can buy stuff. You don't have to buy anything. You can skip the merchant, uh, and because sometimes the merchant is a lo- right along the path, and you have no choice but to go to the merchant. But you can skip the merchant if you, you're like, oh, I'm not gonna, I don't have enough gold, or or I don't want anything that they that they've got. You can just skip them. Uh, there's um. There's rest sites, which um, it's like a little like a campfire flame. And here at the rest site, you can actually regain some of your health, 
which is good. Uh, and I don't you, go to those often. Yeah, and you get you'll get those uh, sometimes, uh, you know, quite a few times on on the path, which is really helpful, especially if you're fighting some of the uh, enemies there that just keep pounding you. Yeah, but you can also you can decide to rest or you can smith cards, which basically you 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 know they you basically in, enhance one card out of your deck. Uh, sometimes it's it's worth doing if you're not losing a lot of health points. Maybe it's worth, you know, you've got a card that you want to enhance a little bit. I didn't do it too often. I think I did it a few times. It was usually, like I said, only when I was like really uh, in a good spot. But the uh, if you're if you're hurting for health, yeah, it's really hard to pass up the rest site instead of going for the smithing stuff. Cause sometimes you, you smith a card and it's like, you know, went from seven defend to eight defend. It's like, well, that didn't really do much. So seems like kind of a waste, but there's, um, there's a, a question mark on the slay the spire also, which is events. And this is kind of, this is where it like is sort of a random narrative type question an answer type thing. So it'll come up with something and it'll say, do you want to give uh gold for this or take this or do you, or do you want to take take this item and but be cursed? And there's like different things yet you, you can answer. So most of the time um most of the time you want to try to I guess make a, a pretty good decision. Not be cursed or not be, uh, you know, hurt with a lot of health points taken. But some people like taking the chances and getting like a relic, which is a pretty good, um, pretty good item within uh, the game itself. And then there's a treasure room also occasionally where you bounce into, and that's pretty good because that's just basically nothing but a treasure chest where you get gold and potions and other things like that. So, um, and then of course, you know, there's the monsters and, all that stuff along the way. So in the boss rooms, of course. But. Yeah. But like Mr. K was saying, it's sometimes you're, you know, you're fighting one monster, sometimes two, sometimes three. It oh, just, yeah. Three is usually when it gets really hectic. Yeah. It just really depends on what you come across along the spire. It, and I, I know when I play, usually for if there's multiple uh, monsters, I'll, I'll try to hit the, like, the weakest one first, try to get it out of the way. Instead of getting hit three different times, try to get one of them down, hopefully to a point where within a couple turns, I'm down to like maybe two monsters instead of three. Yeah, usually I like to go for the monster that's dealing the most damage to me or is like, I don't know, poisoning me or something like that. Mm -hmm. Something that's making my health go down a lot faster than it usually should. (laughs) Right, right. Yeah, it's... It, it's a lot of strategy in this game. It and when I first started playing it, I was kind of not really sure what I was doing or right or wrong. But I, the more you play, the more you kind of learn from it and go, okay, I, I'm going to play this differently next time. Uh, the, and there's a lot of there's a ton of cards. I think there's like over something like 200 cards. Oh or, yeah, there's a ton of there's them. a yeah 200 cards. 200 plus cards, 100 plus items to be found. Um, just, yeah, a ton of stuff that it's just crazy. Um, you know, let me see if there's anything else that we want to mention. Uh, oh, there's a there's the daily 
challenge too you can do um so if you don't want to just if you want to just play the game you can play the game and be your character and do do your um your campaign type uh battles and stuff like that or you can do what they have as a daily challenge daily spire challenge where it's they pick the the character you're going to be and you get cards and then you pick one of the lanes for the spire challenge and you're you basically try to do the best you can getting the best points and they have like a leaderboard for that day so you can kind of see where you are on the leaderboard uh if you play so i did you do any of that at all i know i did it a few times i don't think i tried it actually i was just i don't know i think i was trying to get all the characters mostly yeah yeah it's a daily challenge is kind of fun because it's you know you kind of see where you are see how good you did during the days i think i one day i did really well not like in the top 10 or anything i think it was like 60th that i was like out of like a whole bunch of people but um i wasn't last place and all that but um it was pretty cool though i mean it's it's definitely like i said you got to really be careful how you use your your cards and how you want to do them and stuff like that and and some cards you can't use some cards are like just uh inactive type cards they get thrown into your deck and so you can't do anything with them some cards if you want to use them you have to give up another card to use it so there's there's a lot of strategy to to what you want to do with it in the game and how you defeat these monsters and uh bosses and stuff like that um graphics are like that's the case at 2d some of the monsters are kind of weird (laughs) i mean some of them are kind of like blobs of something i'm not sure what i don't know what they are but and then some of them are kind of funky looking but um it's kind of it's kind of interesting yeah i like the designs of all the monsters and uh they all have each like i said unique abilities so it makes them a lot more cooler and have a lot more personality rather than just you and them going back and forth until one of you is dead. Right. Yeah. And like it you said, it up. yeah, like you said, some of them split and kind of go from one to two or three others. So that makes it even more difficult within the, within the battle. Usually it tells you beforehand what they're going to do so you can prepare to kill them faster or sometimes they'll just, uh, they'll just do it. Right. Yeah, but uh, I think that's pretty much most of what we wanted to cover on it without, you know, spoiling too much. Yeah. So on a rating from one to ten, I'll, I'll give my rating first for rating from one to ten. I'll give this a nine. I like it because it's it's pretty, you know, it's easy for me to play. Uh, I've, and I've really gotten into the game. I really like playing it. It's pretty fun. Again, I like the strategy part of it and trying to figure out how best to use the, use the cards. So it's, you know, the graphics aren't the greatest, but I do, I think the game is fun to play. So it could be, I mean, it's seems like a game that could have been like a deck building tabletop game that became a video game. So I don't know, just the way that's that it's played. But that's anyways. what I was thinking. It'd be cool if there was one, if there isn't already. Yeah, maybe and maybe that's something they'll do. Turn it into a a tabletop card game. I mean, it could. I mean, it could easily do that. So, um, so what do you think? What's your rating? 
I would give it an eight out of ten. I I enjoy the game a lot, although I haven't played it in a while. I still think uh, I'll definitely go back to playing it, especially since I like roguelikes a lot as is. And uh, there's there's a lot of games kind of like this, but I think this is one of the best ones of them. Mm-hmm. Um, another game that's kind of like this is called Dicey Dungeons, and that's also on Game Pass, funny enough. And that might be a game we might also cover down the line. But uh, yeah, highly recommend that game as well. If you really like Slay, Slay the Spire. Almost said uh, Spay the Spire. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I would give it an 8 out of 10. How about you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, a nine, so nine out of ten. So, um, all right. So we're gonna shift gears and now move on to our next game, which is called Century Age of Ashes, and this is developed and published by Playwing Inc. They're located in Madrid, Spain. This game is rated T for violence and was released in. This year, 2022. Now, is it their first game or have they done? Uh, they have another this? game called Instant War. Mm, that, I've never heard of that one. Yeah, I, I've, I've never heard of that one either. Um, but it's a free game on Xbox Series X and on Steam, which I didn't realize it was on Steam till recently. I made the mistake of thinking it was just only on Xbox Series X. And thought Mr. K was just going to have to talk about it all by himself. But uh, I found out recently it was on Steam for free. And so I did get to play it a little bit. Not as much as you did. But um, uh, but if you can uh, give kind of an overview of the, of the game, uh, that'd be good. Uh, so uh, pretty much it's kind of like it's a full-on multiplayer game uh, where no single player whatsoever. And pretty much you ride dragons and fight other people who also ride dragons. And that's a, that's a really easy synopsis. (laughs) (laughs) So Uh, it's, we could leave it at that. And that's it. Um, All right, guys. See you later. Indestructible gaming. (laughs) So this is, um, it's only online multiplayer, right? There's no local multiplayer. No, No. Yeah. So then you, you fly on dragons in, what they call an arena, which doesn't, it's not your typical like stadium arena. It's yeah. It's usually like, it looks open Mm -hmm. and it goes out decently far. It's usually like, like a Canyon area with a lot of rocks and a lot of little buildings you can go into and, you know, fly around. And speaking of flying around, flying around in this game feels really tight, like really good. Yeah. That's, that's one thing I was going to say that, you know, I'd noticed just playing it for a little bit of time. I thought the flying around was really Satisfying. sharp. Yeah, it was really sharp. It's really cool when you when you're flying the dragon like right across the water, and you can kind of do like a speed up flight in it. Just like you can yeah. see like the water coming behind it, dragon. The yeah. graphics are pretty. I mean, the graphics are really good in this game. Yeah, they look really nice. Um, what Miss uh, Musket Shot was saying. Uh, when you get close to the wire, that also increases your boost, which you can use to go even faster. Um, which is very good for uh, fighting because fireballs will come after you. You might want to evade those a little bit. Yeah. But uh, like uh, back to the arena stuff, there's uh, there's 
so, so far from what I've experienced, there's only two types of modes you can play at the moment that go. It's just random each time you go into online. Um, I'm assuming they'll add more since this just came out. And it seems to be gaining a little bit of traction. I haven't heard any of my friends talking about it, but I've seen a, a decent amount of players on it. Yeah, so there's what three three versus three mode, and then six versus six mode, where it's like well, just basically two teams, right? Yeah, and then you have the arena mode, okay, which I'm assuming is just a free for all. I, yeah. I haven't unlocked it yet, okay, but because I because uh, I've been waiting to play with some friends, and the three v three mode goes uh, basically that's your beginner mode, and you can only play that till you're level five. After you reach level five, you cannot play that mode anymore which is also why I've been waiting for my friends because I didn't want to play too much of it because I won't be able to play with them. Right. But I can, I've been still playing the other mode, which is like you said, six V six. And that's pretty good because that alternates between two modes. You have your normal deathmatch mode where you shoot fireballs and, and everything you can shoot fireballs. You can, you can, you know, flame throw people, th- burst fire at them, which does a really good amount of damage, and you're up close. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also ice and all that, different bunch of different abilities. Uh, there's three classes you could choose from. Uh, I forgot. I, I can't remember the names at the moment. So there's, uh, I wrote them down, Skeldian, Windguard, um, Nerdor, Phantom, and Svard, Marauder. Yeah, see why I can't remember them? <laughs> and they're a little... Uh, not something you can remember the first time hearing them. Yeah, and I guess there's some new classes that they're going to be adding in the, in the coming months. Of course. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, each of these dragons from these three different... I'm, I'm going to call them guilds. From each of these three guilds have unique abilities to each of them. But you're not limited to that one dragon that they have. You can unlock more dragons for each guild as you play or that, or if you really want to, you can go out of your way and spend actual money on these dragons. And you can, there's uh, there's a character that, or a person that rides on the back of the dragon. So I think you can customize your character, right? Yeah. You and, can customize the character and uh, the dragon as well. Yeah, so you can do like different colors or of course to... you need more dragons to do that. And to do that, you need to get dragon eggs. Either buy them or you just get them naturally through the game. Yeah. Um, and that's and that's where you can hatch your own dragon. Yes. Uh, if you hatch them, they'll come out as a baby and you have to do these little uh these little missions on in normal games to progress them. Okay. Which isn't all that difficult from what I played. Yeah. Yeah, there's a there's a tutorial at the beginning of this that'll help you learn how to fly and do paddle and stuff like that, which is I'd uh, I'd recommend helpful. doing that. Yeah, it's pretty because, helpful because uh, sometimes the six v six is a little hectic because you can you're gonna be dodging fireballs left and right. You're gonna be flying really fast through areas. So I'd recommend doing the tutorial uh, unless you want to go in at the deep end really early. But yeah, that's up to you. Right, right. I guess more fun that way. Yeah. The um but, uh, the, the battles I, I know the flying I felt like I said it, it is really cool flying the uh the dragon around and stuff like that. You can zip right around and stuff and you can slam into the the rocks and buildings and stuff like that. 
and it doesn't do too much in the way of damage. You can zip through like tunnels and yeah. uh, between buildings. It's really, it's, it's really cool. And some tunnels might have some wind in it and will pick up your speed. Hmm. And you'll just zip right through them. You don't have to worry about crashing or anything. It'll just take you right through it. And there's and there's different things that you can get to help your uh, help yourself within the battle, like sort of like health type things and stuff like that, right? Health shield. Yeah. Um. I think one that automatically gives you your rage, which basically I think gives you homing, homing fireballs. And it also increases their damage. So you can kill people rather fast. But yeah, I mean, there's all there's pickups you can grab. There's a lot of maneuvers you can do. You can roll, you can, you know, speed up. Mm-hmm. But it's a really cool game. I recommend men go checking it out. Uh, the soundtrack is pretty good. It gives you medieval vibes <laughs> as you're flying through with the dragons and shooting other dragons down. Right. And like, like we said, the game's free. So yeah. it definitely doesn't hurt to check it out. If you don't like you don't like it, move on. I mean, yeah. if you like it, good. Play it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Who knows? Yeah, think- you might be playing against us at some point. Right, yeah. I think the 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 thing I, I had uh, the most difficulty was is and I, and I have this problem with anything that's like an airplane type game is that depending on your your view and stuff, it's hard to follow something that's either flown over your head suddenly the other way or underneath you the yes. other way or something like that. It's really of, it's hard to do of, that. Yeah, the good thing about the game is, though, is that it automatically locks onto your target. So once you keep shooting and you're behind them, you can just keep going. Right. And it'll just automatically lock and you don't have to worry about missing your target or anything. Usually, if you stay right behind them, you'll hit them. Yeah, I know but, the fireball thing. When I was sh- when my dragon had the fireball thing, I was shooting and it went pretty far. Yeah, I mean, it was pretty far. Yeah, I wasn't even that close, but I was hitting things you, from a distance. So I was like, wow. Yeah, the only true way to avoid fireballs is, or like, because uh, fireballs kind of act like missiles in this game. And the way to avoid fireballs is by going behind rocks or really fast past rocks. And I do like that a lot. That's a really cool detail. But yeah, I mean, really cool game. A lot of different dragons. If you want to use microtransactions to get these dragons go right ahead yeah yeah i don't i think they're more cosmetic than they are you know upping you in the game of dragon riding yeah I, well i think that's where a lot of people buy that stuff to say they want the cas the cosmetics of the game different looks of the dragons and stuff like that so and you can mix and match these dragons too in your customizable options menu oh that's cool so you can change their that. saddle you can change their horns their tails mm-hmm I'm not sure about the colors, but I know he can change the heads as well as, you know, pretty much anything. Pretty good and wide customization. As long as you have dragons, of course. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a pretty good game. Um, pretty good looking game, especially if you're, uh, if you've never seen this game, I'd definitely try looking it up to see what it looks like online. It's, it's pretty sharp looking. They, they did a lot of, did a lot of work on it and the way the dragons move and turn and fly and the way the wings move and stuff. It's like, it's almost like it's you're watching on like a movie. It's pretty, it's pretty wild. 
so what would you um i don't know if do you, do you have anything else that you want to talk about on this one um nothing really i think we managed to cover most oh uh, oh wait hold on there is a, a mode i forgot to mention uh, of course you have your free flying mode in which you can just freely fly around wherever you please and just get used to the controls kind of like your training oh that's cool and if you're curious yes it, they do actually put an ai you can just shoot down they won't attack you it's just there for you to you know spend some time getting used to everything oh that's cool and the other thing is uh as well as the normal team deathmatch mode you have your I forgot exactly what it was called, but I'm going to call it the horde mode, the gold, the gold horde mode. And basically that mode, you have to collect as much as gold as you can for your team and bring it back to the area uh, on your side. Other people from the other team can also steal gold from you if they kill you, as well as bomb the, uh, the little stronghold in which you bring all the gold back and you'll lose gold. I was in a whole... I wasn't a big fan of that one, but I mean, it's still fun. It's still riding, riding dragons is really fun. Yeah. It is yeah. really good with that. Yeah, it is pretty neat. So what would you rate it? I would, I would give it like, I want to give it like an eight as well. I yeah. mean, it's really good game. I mean, just eight alone for the, for the actual flight mechanics it's just really fun to fly around yeah for like a dragon game i wasn't expecting like this good of momentum in terms of riding i thought it'd be very floaty i thought it would be very janky at times but no they polished it very well and flying around really feels smooth like you think it would yeah and i can't think of a game that I can't think of any games that involves flying dragons other than uh, like something like, I don't know, DreamWorks, How to Drain Your Dragon, the video game. But I haven't spent any time on that, so I can't really tell you if that's better or not. But I'm assuming <laughs> Age of Ashes is better. All right. Yeah. 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 I'm surprised we, I didn't see this. Like, well, didn't really know about this until you told me about it. So I'm surprised it, it didn't get a lot more publicity because it's it it is pretty nice looking. Yeah, I haven't seen any trailers or anything about this game either. I just kind of found it in the Xbox store. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't know why they haven't, you know. It's it's a really cool game. All right. Uh, I'm not going to give it a rating only because I didn't get to play it as as much. But I would say that if you if you like flying type games, I would definitely give this a try. I think you'll really be happy. As is, might as well go try it. Yeah, I think you'll really like this game. Or How to Train Dragons if you like that movie. Yeah, it might yeah, right. make you feel like you're in the world. Yeah, exactly, exactly. All right. Um, anything else that you want to add to uh, uh, to those two games? No, I think that's it for this episode. Okay. Yeah. So, what do we got? Uh, what are we going to be playing next episode and talking about? Next, next episode, we're going to be brawling through different universes in multiverses. Uh, this is by Warner Brothers, and uh, this is their uh, their new fighting game that's coming out very soon. And this is the uh, alpha version. Yes, this is the closed alpha. So, okay, yeah, we're gonna be checking that out. Nice. Okay. All right. Well, hopefully, you'll take a listen 
to that episode as well. Thank you for joining us. And Stay we'll to flexible, folks. talk to you next time. Peace. Thanks. Hey guys, how's it going? I hope you enjoyed the episode. We're on Facebook and Twitter, and if you go on our website with the same name, you can also find us on all the other kinds of stuff you can listen to us to. Anyways, hope you have a wonderful day, folks. Stay destructible, and peace. Peace.